This is the Build Our Future podcast. We shape our buildings, and afterwards our buildings shape us. A window into the past, present, and future of the construction industry. There's still a lot of unlocked doors. Clarity with design, craftsmanship with the build. There's still a lot to find out and do and invent. Collaboration for our future. You know, I don't think it's the end of the invention. The Build Our Future podcast with Raul Faria. Let's build. Begins now. Welcome to the Builder Future Podcast. Really happy today to have Sean from Contract Complete. Sean, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, man. That's awesome. Fantastic. I'm uh, I'm actually really interested in something that you've been pushing in the industry. I think it's a pretty fascinating side that no one really likes to deal with, but everyone has to do, shall we say. Can you tell us a little bit more about Contract Complete? Yeah, sure. Basically, Contract Complete is a web-based platform for contract administrators to distribute construction bids, collect and tabulate contractor pricing, and once the projects are awarded, streamline the change management and progress reporting processes. We decided to kind of limit our scope to those areas of the pre-construction and contract administration phases in order to become more of a niche product for landscape architects and civil engineers that are looking for software solutions to streamline those areas of their business as opposed to being all encompassing like some of the big boys. Yeah, I mean I mean that makes sense. A lot of the big boys out there, you know, everything's based on like lump sum, lump sum, lump sum, right? Seems like a lot of the site servicing, like site engineering, shall we say, in landscape, it's all based on unit cost. And that can get pretty elaborate, convoluted, uh, so many different things to put together, right? Absolutely. And and that is the strong suit of our product is dealing with the unit price nature of them. Obviously, some contracts can be hundreds of unit prices. And when it comes to keeping track of progress, keeping track of change orders, what stage of the change order process they're in, it can get pretty complicated. So Compared to a lump sum contract, billing is considerably more complicated and tracking each item and the percentage complete of each item becomes a problem in the industry and being and getting all stakeholders aligned on the same page is basically our mission. Yeah, I mean, progress billing, right? <laughs> I mean, you can kind of go either which way because sometimes it's a little bit of a guesstimate. But I mean, take me back. I mean, uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Like, how did you... When did you start seeing this as an idea? Like, what's your background been like to kind of see that this might be actually a need in the marketplace? Absolutely, yeah. I'm a mechanical engineer, and right out of school, I joined my father's landscape construction business, and we work for land developers and civil engineers and landscape architects every day. And basically, all of our contracts are unit-based, unit-price-based, and... About five years ago, I kept running into the same issues on job sites. Our change orders were sitting in people's mailboxes. They were sitting on people's desks, not getting signed and approved. But let me guess, they always called you to find out why why didn't you get that extra work done, but it wasn't signed, right? <laughs> oh man, you you know, you know how it is. You just oh, yeah. Yeah. you just gotta close your eyes and go with it. But it becomes a problem when you want to get paid. Yeah. Uh, as the contractor, it doesn't really affect the consultant necessarily until, you know, work stops. 
And as a contractor, sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to, you know, you don't want to, but sometimes you have to make those threats and, and say, you know what, we're not going back to site until we get this change order process or this payment certificate approved. I didn't really want to resort to that. I wanted to make a system to facilitate some of this paperwork. And, you know, I thought there's got to be a better way to get all stakeholders on the same platform and eliminate some of the double data entry that is required or the print, sign, scan type actions and processes that we need to do on a daily basis. You forgot email, read receipt, check to see if read receipt, <laughs> right? The list is long. There's a, few, there's a few more steps after that, right? So, well, and, then you, and then you elaborate by most of our people, our project managers are in the field. They're not sitting at a desk. They don't have a printer. They don't have a scanner, you know, readily, readily available to them. So being able to do this on the fly is, is extremely important. Same thing with the, with the consultants. The landscape architects are driving around all day inspecting sites. And it's no wonder that change orders sit on their desks because they're not mm. at their desk. They're out in the field making sure the project get done on time. So creating a platform to essentially keep them organized, have all of their to-dos in one place, and you know, eventually working towards allowing them to do this in the field has been our mission. Yeah. You mentioned you started thinking about this like five plus-ish years ago. When did the actual platform launch? When would you say? Was it a couple of years ago, last year? Because it takes some time to figure out the whole length, breadth, depth of, you know, it can be a rabbit hole. Like, where do you end with it, right? Where do you start and where do you end, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We started developing the product in 2014 and collected feedback from contacts that I knew in the industry. So I knew a whole bunch of land developers, civil engineers, and landscape architects. And over the, the following 18 months, we released uh, what we thought was a minimum viable product. And to our surprise... <laughs> I, don't mean, I don't mean to laugh, but yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Hey, look, like we, we, as the contractor, I have one view as to what the reality is, right? So we yeah. had to get lots of feedback from the industry. So to get to release a minimum viable product took another two full seasons. And we've had, we had a whole bunch of trials in 2015, 2016. And by 2017, we had a product that was saleable and people started paying for. And by that, you mean a product where not just a contractor would use, but potentially an engineer, potentially a client base, where it was kind of streamlined for all parties. Is that what you mean? Yeah. So interestingly enough, when we first came up with the concept, we thought we would sell our product as a platform for land developers to track project progress and keep their civil engineers, landscape architects, and contractors accountable. And what we found was two things. The land developers don't really care how a project is administered or how the contract is administered, as long as the work gets done on time and on budget. And oh, those, so those two popular words, right? <laughs> although they, yeah, although they love the concept of getting everybody on the same platform, they didn't feel comfortable pushing it or in, or forcing their engineers and landscape architects to use something they weren't comfortable with. We shifted at that point and realized, well, the value really is to the consultant. You know, they are administering the bids. They are collecting the prices from the contractors. 
it's saving them time and it's making their jobs a lot easier. Well, we have to charge them to use this system. Additionally, we originally thought to charge the bidders a fee to submit their bids. And what that does is naturally adds a whole bunch of friction to the whole process. So we had to scrap that. And that kind of aligns with our thesis that the consultants get the most value out of it. And they're the ones willing to pay for this system and product. Makes sense. Now, were there some, I guess you could say misconceptions, because I know I'm from the building GC side, shall we say, you know, sometimes there's some misconceptions and hurdles that any contractors with adopting technology, as you mentioned, most most of your guys were on the job site that you worked with, your project managers on the job site. And now it's just another app that they have to have or another website that they have to have. Did you find any, I guess you could say, pushback or questioning as to the need for it from the engineers themselves as well? Or did they kind of see a need for it and just needed to test it out to see if it worked for them? Well, I'll answer that in twofold. Number one is there's always going to be early adopters and, and individuals that are willing to take more risk and try something. So yeah, of course, 90% of engineers, they're happy with doing with what, what they've been doing for years. They've developed their own systems, their own processes. They don't see the value in purchasing something else that may streamline their process, or they think they can do a better job on their own, or they're just afraid of the unknown. The second part is we thought that it was a natural next step in the industry that everybody would want to collaborate and save time and make things easier for all stakeholders in the process without a doubt. And that was the basis of our of our thesis is, of course, this makes sense. Why not save everybody time? And everybody's going to jump on board and sign up and log in whenever they've been asked, whenever they get an email to log in, they'll log in, no problem. Well, the reality is some people just don't want to change. And, and so one big shift that we had to do is to make the product available as a solo mode use as well, as, as well as collaborative mode. So that was a big change that we made in around 2018 is we allowed for consultants to use the system independently or collaboratively. So that's pretty awesome. So what would you say some of the key features right now if you were to name a couple that are being used the most, that are getting the most use? Because, you know, I'm sure there's always like, you, you probably have a whole bunch of capabilities, but there's like that core 20% that's being used the most. What would you say those are like the, the must-haves kind of thing off, off contract complete? Yeah, for sure. We, we hear time and time again from consultants that their biggest issues are in the bidding stages. They constantly get non-compliant bids if they get the amount of bids that they're looking for, or they get incomplete bids. And so our bidding platform really allows them to configure their preferences however they like. If they, if they don't want to allow incomplete bids, we can facilitate that. And that way, anyone who's submitting a bid is 100% compliant. And then that way, they can compare each item and category line by line apples to apples as opposed to comparing apples and oranges. Yeah, you know, or green apples to red apples, because sometimes it's just in, in the smaller details that, that really change a contract style, right? Absolutely. And then, and then just being able to measure user engagement and the bidder engagement. So say they invite 10 bidders, you know, historically at the tender close, they will 
only receive two. How could they know whether or not they'll be bidding, the bidders will be bidding without some type of you know, bidder engagement? So how is that done historically? They might have to call them or email them and email them multiple times to make sure that they're going to be submitting a bid. Now, our system does that inherently, whereas they'll actually track which contractors are signing up for free, which contractors are opening the bid documents, which contractors have acknowledged that they're going to bid. And, you know, as you issue addenda, which contractors are acknowledging the addenda and so on and so forth. So it sounds like the platform in itself is, I guess, for a usage perspective, is more of a web-based platform and, and not necessarily like an app-based, right? Because it's all it's basically from a qualification stage, making sure, like you said, apples to apples, change order management, that kind of stuff. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah, We down the road, we want to add functionality for mobile applications. But realistically, who is going to submit a construction bid on their phone? maybe in the future, but to view the documents, to view the drawings, to view the specifications, you really need a screen. So, you know, currently it is a web-based app application and uh, it works on Chrome the best, but it works on any browser. So you can view it from your home and, you know, obviously that's been helpful during the pandemic, but you can view it from your home, from the office, from the field, if you have a laptop, it really allows for Anybody within their organization to stay aligned. If, say, the owner of the business wants to see how the estimator is doing, they can log in as well and uh, overview and like, review some of the bits that they've put together before submission, that kind of thing. And it keeps everybody kind of aligned that way. So walk me through the process of, of using the system. like Because like, I'm really curious as to what the onboarding process is like. Is it is it pretty hefty or is it pretty like in not intuitive per se, but is it laid out well and intuitive in that sense? Like how, let's just say I, I wanted to jump on it. What would the process be of actually using the system in the Coles Notes kind of version? Yeah, we do have a client support representative that does assist our users with their first contract because it could be a little bit overwhelming. The main part is to import your data, is to import your your unit price contracts. And we have an importing tool that does that. And so we'll help you do that right out the gate. In the future, once you do have a few contracts in the system, it actually stores historical data and historical prices that can be used to populate estimates. You can generate your estimates through the system just by searching for some items, looking at the historical data, and then selecting which pricing you want to choose for that quantity, for that region, etc. The next step obviously would be to upload any documents, specifications, any photographs you have of the site, add your bidders. All you need is a first name, last name, company name, and email for each of your bidders. Type out your instructions to them and then essentially select the deadline and initiate the tender. During the tendering process, we allow for automatic addenda to be created based on any changes you make in the system. You could add a document, you could change items, you can answer bidder Q&A that allows you to generate the addenda, saving the consultant time in tabulating all the information and sending it out and also measuring which bidders are engaged and acknowledging those addenda. Like I mentioned, you can also, you know, measure bidder engagement at any time and 
once the tender closes within minutes, you'll be able to see the itemized bids line by line. We generate an Excel file as well as a PDF format. So which is really nice. We've heard of some consultants saving up to 10 hours per contract in terms of not having to yeah, retype everything in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, line by line. And then we've heard some horror stories about contractor pricing coming in with different decimal places, <laughs> formulas, you know, yeah. mistakes in the formulas and the prices being all over the place. So it really streamlines that part of the process and eliminates some of the manual data entry that's required historically. I know you started out mentioning that, you know, you import some of the data in there. Does it, I mean, do you have any integration capabilities with any of the accounting systems as of yet, or is that something that's kind of in the works a little bit? We develop our roadmap based on user feedback, and we've really never heard of any requirements to sync with QuickBooks or any other accounting platforms, namely because the contract administration process is so I guess, separated from the consultant's billing, right? So a a contract in the unit price contract world, I mean, obviously, if there's a different style of contract based on billings, based on the work completed, that might make sense. But for us, we just haven't had the, the requirement or the need for it. I mean, we're up here in Canada, so I mean, the the standard contracts out there in the industry are the CCDCs, right? Does it integrate with any of those kind of contracts when, when stuff has been issued, or is it more of just like bid evaluation kind of thing? So we're definitely aligned with the CCDC4 methodology, which is the unit price contract. In terms of automating the the contract signing process, that's on our roadmap. It's probably about six to 12 months away. But currently, no, we don't have that. Okay. But that's pretty fantastic that at least it lines up with with the specific kind of contract because that's the ones that's kind of predominantly used, right? You just mentioned, obviously, the signing capabilities is something that you're looking for down the line. Are there any other things that you're kind of looking to potentially add in as as we we go down or to, for lack of a better term, expand? Because it seems like the way you've set it up, it, it could be something that could be a global solution almost, right? Absolutely. Essentially, any project that's using unit price contracts can utilize contract complete. That is the most important qualification that we use. And, you know, we've interviewed individuals that only do lump sum contracts and we say, you know what, we don't bring you value. So I'm not going to waste your time and we kind of part ways. But if you're We've had individuals from Saudi Arabia, from Australia reach out, obviously the US and Canada that use unit price contracts. That's basically the predominant qualification that we use. In terms of you know next steps and improvements, you mentioned mobile applications. We are planning on adding more functionality to our mobile apps. The next biggest thing would be to minimize the friction in terms of new users importing their contracts. So we started developing a, what we call a smart importer, which the problem is that every contract administrator might format their Excel spreadsheets slightly differently. Add a space here, add a column there, just to make it look nicer, but that makes it very difficult for software to interpret. So we're getting better and better at interpreting 
those different formats. Those little nu- nuances and exactly. stuff as well, right? So we want to make it as easy as possible for people to jump on board and try something new. So we're developing a smart importer. Other than that, you know, like I said, we're focused on the pre-construction and the construction phases, adding functionality in the design side, you know, maybe partnering with some of the design softwares out there, some of the bid advertising websites that might be an option as well as focusing on the closeout. Oh yeah, the ever popular closeout. <laughs> so yeah, we haven't we we've stayed very focused on those the pre-construction and construction phases mm-hmm. just to nail it. We want to really become proficient at those two areas and then we're going to be expanding into other, you know, other parts of the process. So have you seen the the, the traction from contractors and and do you see more contractors and like liking this and engineers liking this as you kind of gain steam in the market? I think I can say confidently that we're approaching critical mass in the construction industry when it comes to adopting and implementing software solutions. So, I mean, people are much more open to the idea of, of utilizing an integrated approach for software, making it part of their day-to-day lives, just in order to streamline all their paperwork and their and eliminate paper. Obviously with the pandemic it's added some uncertainty in terms of whether or not projects are going to actually go forward. And you, you just mentioned before the chat that you know you were having issues with some regulations. So there's a little bit of uncertainty there and some people are you know apprehensive of purchasing a new tool, but adding the functionality or the, the capability of viewing all of their project progress and and documents from home and being able to have that consistent for all of their team members is definitely adding value and making it easier for them. That's pretty fantastic. I mean, it looks like you found a little bit of a niche. So, you know, why don't you, why don't you let our listeners know, you know, where they can find you if they want to know more about contract complete or, you know, just about you and, and reach out if they got any questions. Absolutely. Our website is contractcomplete.com and your listeners can email me at sean at contractcomplete.com if they have any questions. I'd be glad to give them a tour of the product anytime. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time, Sean. That was uh, that was pretty fantastic. It's nice to see some of this technology uh, being incorporated in some, let's just say not so popular because obviously most of the SaaS programs are all for like general contractors and construction management. So, you know, it's nice to see some of the software that could really be used in areas that, I mean, for lack of a better term, provide the foundation for everything that we have too, right? (laughs) Thanks so much for having me, Arul. I appreciate it.